I have an idea that Fraser is behind the rustling in this district. But that has nothing to do with buying land. Well, if he's rustling, we will not work for him. We will not take his money. But we have already, Pedro. Oh, don't tell me. I'm going to have to say goodbye to my boots. You can carry out your orders. You're sure he's all right? If Fraser's a crook, it may be all we need to expose him. The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. In the early years of the western United States, the local sheriffs were powerless against the bands of outlaws that roamed the frontier. The honest settlers often took the law into their own hands, and a man accused was a man convicted. The primitive courts were ignored, and hanging for even minor crimes was an everyday occurrence. It was then the Lone Ranger fought to prove that justice and violence could not exist side by side. It was the force of his example, his strength and courage, that held the pioneers true to the American ideal and finally made possible the winning of the West. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for the valley! It's going to be trouble! Oh, Silver! Hooray! early afternoon, and the cafe at San Marco was nearly deserted. The bartender dozed behind the bar, and two cowboys sat at one of the tables. The first, a tall, lanky Texan, studied an empty glass. The other, smaller than his companion, olive-skinned and dark-haired, gazed out at the sun-baked empty street. Oh, oh, he's hot. I've just been waiting for somebody to tell me about that. I didn't figure it could be below zero, but I've been wondering if it's it was hot enough to really call hot. Yes, he is, senor. He's hot enough. You can go back to sleep now. Yeah, had me worried. Uh, somehow I do not think you are funny one little bit. Uh, I don't suppose we can afford to buy another drink. <laughs> you still try to be funny. Yeah. 
How much further before we get to the railroad camp? Oh, hundred miles. We will stay here until it is dark and then ride again. Pedro, you want to work in the railroad? Do I want to? Give up. It is not that I like to work at all. Uh, me neither. It is that now and then, just enough to keep in practice, I like to eat. Yeah. Well, I ask you, is there any ranch you would take on men in the middle of the summer? They all have full crew. There is not even place for Pedro Martinez de Salvador Ruñega. Yeah, that goes for Pete Lacey, too, I guess. So? Oh, we work on the railroad, Pedro. I don't get your Spanish blood in an uproar. Uh, I tell you what. What? I try for to get another drink on credit. Now you're talking, son. Hitch up your belt and remember that your great-grandpappy was a conquistador. Well, it is so. Do not laugh. I'm not laughing. After taking a look at that barkeep, I only wish your grandpappy was here to back you up. Well, I go. I hope you can talk yourself into it. See, I go now. What the... Senor, I would like two more drinks. All right, put up your gun. You don't have to tear the place down. On credit. What's that? On credit. I want two drinks on credit. And you woke me up for that? I am Pedro Martinez de Salvador Ruñega. I don't care for General Grant. I will pay you soon. My word, it is good. Now listen, cowboy. I don't know you. I never saw you before in my life. I tell you, I, I don't Pedro care what Mar- you tell me. I'm not the regular barkeep, and I can't give you any credit. Here's the boss now. If you want to argue, you can argue with him. All right, Joe. I'll take over. I'll meet you at the cabin. When? As soon as Sai gets here. Good. This hombre wants a drink on credit. <laughs> See you later. About sundown. Hey, senor. Forget about it, Pedro. You two traveling together? Yep. Where are you heading? To the railroad camp. We're going to work in crew. When we get our first pay, we will send you money. <laughs> no need for that. The house can afford a drink. Oh, gracias. You are thirsty, mister. <laughs> are you dead set on working for the railroad? <laughs> Your health, senor. <coughs> it is the only kind of a job we could get. <coughs> you don't know of a ranch around here that would hire us, do you? He is Pete Lacey, the best Bronco Boston in the state of Texas. And this is Pedro Martinez, a top hand if there ever was one. Oh, do not forget my lariat. He can rope a jackrabbit with a 60-foot line. Not only one handful, senors, both handful. <laughs> Well, as a matter of fact, uh, I may be going into the ranching business myself. So? I'd like to buy some land here in the valley. Got it all picked up. When you get around to it, you can send us word at the camp. Oh, wait. I've been having some trouble with the men who own the land I want. If I was to try to buy it myself, they'd hold me up. I wonder if you two would act as my agent. Si, senor. When you deliver the deeds to me, I'd give you $100 a piece and a job to boot. You've hired somebody, mister. The name is Fraser. Now, I want my part in this kept quiet, you understand. You'll keep away from the cafe till you get the deeds. Mm, What will we use for money, senor? I'll give you all you need right now. You you will trust us with it? I can afford to. My men will see that you don't leave the valley. You don't have to worry about us, Fraser. We won't try any double No, senor. You have the word of Pedro Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this land you got picked out... Can you tell us where it is so we won't make any mistake? I got a paper and pencil here. I'll draw you a map. Uh, you won't have any trouble. Now, this is the valley. Uh, the river runs smack through the middle of it. Now, here's the circle bar, the lazy D, and the bar N. Mm, they cover many miles. Which one you want? I want a part of all three. I notice that most of the land is north of the river, but each of them got a strip on the south shore. Yeah? It's those three sections I want. I'll pay $5,000 a piece for them. You, 
You give us $15,000? I got it here in the safe. I'll give it to you right now. Pete, you feel like a millionaire for a little while. Oh, it's a lot of money. But I've been thinking, Fraser. What? Uh, Pedro and me ain't as pretty as we might be. Those ranchers are going to ask questions. What do you mean? They'll wonder how we got so much. They might decide we were outlaws. Oh, that's taken care of easy enough. Now, here's the 15000 And here's an advance on your hundred. Fifty apiece. You can buy yourselves new office before you start making your calls. Yippee! Just look at those books, Fraser. Got cracks in them like the Grand Canyon. We'll get ourselves all decked out this afternoon. Well, this all happened so fast, it is almost too good to be true. We'll start rounding up those deeds for you tomorrow morning, Fraser. You'll start tonight. Uh, huh? I can't tell you why, but I want to own that land by tomorrow night. There's no time to waste. You will. You have the world to pay. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry, Fraser. Whatever your reasons are, they're good enough for us. Yeah. I guess you boys will come through for me all right. You're strangers. You come from the West. You shouldn't have any trouble. But if you do, just remember that I never saw you before in my life. It's awful dark in these woods, Pedro. See. Sure we're on the right trail? See, pretty soon we get out of trees, then we ride for half a mile more, come to river, circle bar ranch on the other side. This woods would make a great place for murder. Are you coward? Well, I'm not scared for myself, but these new boots are awful pretty. I hate to have anything happen to them. Nothing will happen. We've got $15,000 on us. Do you have to tell the whole world about it? I'm just talking to myself. And do not have to yell. Rain up there, reach for the sky. That boy's coming behind us. He's got the droop on us. Fire little boots. You can turn around now. We'll have to die fighting, Pedro. We can't... Senor! Pete, it is the man with the mask. I'll be dog, the Lone Ranger. And Tato! Uh, 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 we heard you behind us. We waited until he caught up. You recognize us? Just as you were passing. We decided you ought to stop and say hello. Well, it is great pleasure. Uh, we can't tell you how great, mister. I was just fixing to say goodbye to $15,000 and a pair of new boots. 15000 That's right. Hand it over. I'll take it back to the bank. Uh, <laughs> Where did you get it? Oh, but no, no, senor. We would never steal. Oh, not, not with you and Tonto around. I'd still like to know where you got it. We are on our way to buy a section of the circle bar. Well, that's interesting. The right section would be a good investment. We're going to get ourselves a hunk of the Lazy D in the bar end, too. You're acting for someone else, aren't you? Well, yes and no. You tell the whole truth when the man's man asks you a question. Si, senor, we act for someone else. Have you come from the west or the east? From the west. We were broke when we hit town, but we then got... And you're buying the land for someone in town. Pedro, I'm calling you to vouch for me. I never said a word about being someone in town, did I? No, Pete, it is not wrong for you to say we get into town and go into a cafe. Everybody knows a man named Fraser owned the cafe. That is not saying anything at all, eh? Thank you, boys. That's all I want to know. Is there something wrong with what we're doing? I'm not sure. We promised to buy land by tomorrow night. Well, that's your business. I have an idea that Fraser is behind the rustling in this district. But that has nothing to do with buying land. If he's rustling, we will not work for him. We will not take his money. But we have already, Pedro. Oh, don't tell me I'm going to have to say goodbye to my boots. You can carry out your orders. You're sure he's all right? If Fraser's a crook, it may be all we need to expose him. Go ahead. Uh, it makes me feel a whole lot better. But don't give the deeds to Fraser. Not until you've seen me. When will that be? Where? Uh, you can visit all three ranches tonight. Sure. And when you finish with your business, come back here and make camp. Wait here for me. Si, senor. I may not get back until tomorrow night, but don't leave. No, sir. Adios, then. Ready, Tanner? Ah. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scott. Adios. Hello, Silver. Away. Riding to the fork. Ah. What do you think? Now, we know that Brian left the railroad camp three days ago. He should have reached here by yesterday at the very latest. That's right. 
He passed through Bennett City a day ahead of us. That's what man in store tell Tonto. Between Bennett City and here, there's only one place on the trail he could have gone wrong. He may have turned to the right instead of the left. Uh, he'll find out plenty soon. Yes, Tonto. But where does that trail to the right lead? He may have found out too late. Maybe so. And there it is up ahead. Come on, him up, Scout. Lens of that cabin. Uh, looks deserted. No light. Well, we'll have to investigate. Hold up, Tato. Well, we'd better leave the horses from here. Better we circle cabin. Go around back. You're right. Well, there seems to be a lock on the front door. Uh, That's unusual in this part of the country. You think we find railroad men inside? I almost hope we don't, Tato. Come on. through the window, Tato. You better stay outside. No one out here. Time to come with you. All right. Wait. Someone over in that corner. A man on the table. Light it. Bound and gagged. Uh, here, here, Lamb. It's Brian. Fast man in an engine. Are you outlaws too? No, Brian. How do you know my name? There isn't much about the railroad we don't know. But who tied you up this way? Well, there were a half a dozen of them. One called Fraser. That and another explains one. everything. But I talked too much. They said they'd take me into San Marco in the morning. But when I told them why I wanted to get there, they tied me up. It wasn't hard to figure what they planned on doing. But what's the idea of the mask if you aren't an outlaw? Him, Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? Honest? Uh. No wonder you know about the railroad. I've heard the boss speak about you a lot. That's silver. Put out the lamp, Tutter. Uh. Someone coming? There's the moon. We should be able to see anyone on the trail. I don't hear any horses. There they are. They've stopped. The whole gang. I'm afraid they saw the light. Uh. Oh, they're a tough crew, mister. We'll be awful lucky if we get out of this alive. Get down! Uh. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Sure, still tied up, huh? But he isn't gagged. Who are those two men that just hightailed it out of here? Last man and an engine. What do they want? They took the gag out of my mouth and asked me who I was. I told them. But they left you here. You can see for yourself, can't you? Yeah, they were outlaws. We scared them all. Well, maybe so. Maybe they found out all they wanted to know. Did you tell them why you came to San Marco? I didn't have to. They knew? Well, they seemed to. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network. A group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.